I'm your host, Elder Roger Roll, and once again, we are going to dig into the Word of God, His Eternal Pages. With me today to discuss our topic, Your Mercy Reaches Unto the Heaven, is Elder David Smith, a good friend, Bible extraordinaire, prayer warrior, uh, faithful member, faithful person, in God's church. Welcome, Elder David Knowles. Yes, and thank you for being for allowing me to be here. And I'm happy that I'm here again. And but it is David Knowles. David Knowles. I did to correct that in there. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and also we have Sister Shalene Parker-Smith, my dear sister, uh, a good friend, uh, wonderful person who is ready and always willing to do anything that is necessary to share the gospel, to help someone. Welcome, Sister Shalene. Good morning, and thank you, Brother Roger. It's good being here. Amen, amen. So we will ask you to give a prayer as we begin. Let's pray. Dear Father, we pause just to give you thanks for your goodness and your mercies towards us. And as we dwell into the word, your mercy reaches unto the heavens, your word says that every day you grant us new mercies. Mm. We don't have to depend on stale mercies, old mercies, <laughs> but mercies every day. And Father God, as we go into your word, help us to get a better understanding of what it is about your mercy that we need to sustain us anew every day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Your mercy reaches unto the heavens. And Psalms 57 verses 9 and 10 says, I will praise you, O Lord, among the peoples. I will sing to you among the nations. For your mercy reaches unto the heavens and your truth upon the clouds. It is always wonderful to, to hear the word of God as uh, we see in the Psalms, a song being sung, where we, here we're seeing that we praise the Lord. You know, we, we recognize how uh, his mercy is no limit. No limit. And, so, and, and it reaches to the heavens, to the clouds. God, there's no limit on God. As a matter of fact, Hans LaRondel writes in Deliverance in the Psalms. He writes, not to praise God would mean to forget all his benefits, mm. not to appreciate God's gifts. Only those who praise do not forget. Thinking and speaking about God is not yet praising him. Praise begins when one acknowledges God's majesty and works 
and responds with adoration of his goodness, mercy, and wisdom. What do you think of that? That is so hard to um, comprehend when you think of the mercies of God. From a human point of view, it's impossible. And I say that because for human beings to be repeating, sinning against this holy God, Mm. you have to understand who it is that you are sinning against, a holy, righteous God. Mm. And according to the Bible, if he dealt with us according to our iniquities. None of us would be here because sin cannot exist in his presence. Thank God for Jesus. But back to the question, how do we simple human beings understand the mercy and the grace of God? We really can Mm. because it's so far beyond us because really the first day we sin, we should die. Yeah. We, we deserve to die. Yeah. <clears throat> now, when you consider you live five years, 10 years, 40, 50 years, 60 years, or however long you live, and you multiply, which is impossible, all of those sins that you committed, let's get it simpler. Let's consider all the sins we do in a particular day. Mm. And each time you sin, God has the right to cut you off. Mm. You don't deserve it. But he gives you he, that endless mercy every day. And what makes it worse? You pray that night before you go to bed. You pray in the morning and ask for forgiveness. And you repeat the same sins that you've been doing for the past 40 years or 30 years. How do we measure that mercy? How do we put uh, a description on that grace? We can't. It's it's unmeasurable. And it's for us to... Just take the word and abide in it. And if we we get into that mode of worshiping, Mm. we experience some of what God is saying to us. Our, Our spirits are lifted. Our burden seems lighter. When we give in God's praise, for his mercies towards us. He woke us up this morning. We, we, we don't deserve no, that. No, no. But we know that because he has awakened us this morning, we say, thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank yes. you, Lord, yes. for your goodness yes. and your mercy. Although I don't understand why you love me right. so, yes. but I'm experiencing every day that you love me. In spite of. Mm. So this perhaps explains why the psalmist says, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Because yes. every moment should be a moment of praise. Yes, yes. In spite of. Yes. And, and, and as I said, you know, that literally, it, I want to repeat what he said. He says, thinking and speaking about God is not yet praising him. Let's not miss that. He said, praise <laughs> begins, begins when one acknowledges yeah. God's majesty and works. And then you got to do something. It says, and responds with adoration yeah, yes. of his goodness, mercy, and wisdom. So, so if, if, if you ask somebody, do you believe in God? Yes. That's not good enough. No, no. Thinking and, and believing in him is not good enough. You have to respond in a way where you show that you recognize his goodness and his mercy and his wisdom in your life. And 
You cannot display happiness or joy without an expression. That's heavy. And we, That's heavy. We say we give God thanks, and sometimes even in worship, <laughs> Whoever's speaking Ooh. us have to beg us. Mm. But no, I'm excited. Thank you, Lord. Clap my hands because he's deserving. He said that's all he desired from us, you know, <laughs> is worship. And if we go according to the word, that's what Satan tried to do with Jesus to get him to believe that I am offering you something if only you would worship me. If only you would worship me. But no, that belongs to God and God alone, and it should flow out of us. Nobody should have to drag. Then, then it's not voluntary. I, I just want to come on something that um, Elder Roger said. And I think we, if we examine our praise or our worship, mm-hmm. we have to acknowledge that we're not really praising. When we start to pray, we go through a litany Almost a complaints. Lord, I'm sick. Lord, I heal this. Lord, I need this. That is not praise. No. You're complaining about what's wrong with you. When, at what time do you praise God for who he is, mm. despite the, the things that are happening in your life? Yes. God already knows what's happening to you. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is yes. a time of praise. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And, and it's interesting you say that. Because we read just now from Psalms 57. And Psalms 57, actually, David wrote in a time of hardship. Mm-hmm. He was on the run from yes, Saul. Yes, and, yes. and yet he wrote this psalm. I'd just like to read something from Patriots and Prophets, written by Ellen White, pages um, 657 and 658. And he says, The experience through which David was passing was not unnecessary or fruitless. God was giving him a course of discipline to fit him to become a wise general as well as a just and merciful king. With his band of fugitives, he was gaining a preparation to take up the work that Saul, because of his murderous passion and blind indiscretion, was becoming wholly unfitted to do. Men cannot depart from the counsel of God and still retain that calmness and wisdom which will enable them to act with justice and discretion. There is no insanity so dreadful, so hopeless as that of following human wisdom unguided by the wisdom of God. No comparison. Brother Roger, (laughs) that brought back to me the discussion we had before we came on air. And I expressed to you some of the things that are going on now. It's like now. But I'm not going to let that steal my joy. Like Mm. David say, no. The God that we know and the God that we serve and the God that I serve. Yes. He is still worthy. Yes. Because... Although I'm not deserving, he's still merceful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. still merciful in spite yeah. of. Yes. yes. He's, he's going through, and yet he writes, mm-hmm. I will mm-hmm. praise you, mm-hmm. O Lord, mm-hmm. among the people. I will sing to you mm-hmm. among the nations. Mm-hmm. Why? Because your mercy 
reaches unto the heavens. Mm-hmm. I think he's going through, and yet this is what he yes. writes. So what yes. practical implications of the fact that God's mercy is everlasting for the pe- people's salvation? And what does it mean that one can continue sinning? Because, what does this not mean, sorry, that one can continue sinning because God's God's mercy is forever? Because you touched on that earlier. Yes, and I think this is where we get it wrong. We acknowledge God as a gracious God. He's a compassionate God. He's long-suffering. And in simple terms, we take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. What do I mean? I mentioned earlier, he wakes us up every morning. Mm-hmm. And knowing the sins we're going to commit that day, knowing we have, been, mm. we have been committing those sins for the past 50 years, and we pray faithfully every day, forgive me of my sins. And he said, okay, I forgive it. And mm. you repeat it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, to what extent does his mercy continue? According to this, it says his, his mercy reaches into the heavens. But then he's, in his word, he also says, come, let us reason together. Yes. Nothing is forever in the sense of transgressions. Okay. Okay. There's a day of mm-hmm. reckoning. Mm. Yes. And we'll touch on that later, yes. about the judgment. So the mercy is extended as long as you have life and you understand that God is merciful. But you have to also match that with his judgment. Mm-hmm. God is also a God of justice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the wages of sin is, is, is death. death. Yes. So you can't sin endlessly and say, I depend on his mercy. <laughs> there are consequences for those sins. So you're, you're touching on something. <laughs> I just, because I'm sure you're, just want to, you're touching on something that some of us uh, in, in the Christian world believe that once we're saved, we're always saved. And you're, you're saying that that is not so. Well, let me, let me explain what I mean by that. I believe that once you accept Christ by faith, you, you accept eternal life. But we as human, we sin daily, and we have to ask for forgiveness. We can't take it for granted once I confess Jesus. According to um, Paul's testimony, says, I die daily. Yes, yes, We're yes, sinners. Yes. So I can't accept Christ today and sin and just say, well, I accepted him yesterday. Yes. So that's, that's, that's forever. Mm. We have mm. to live a consecrated life only through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We cannot Amen. do it on our own. Amen. So the, the, the notion of saying, once I'm saved, I'm always saved. No, we die daily. Because every day we breathe. Remember the Bible said we're born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Right, That's exactly. our nature. Yeah. Right. Just yes. like God's nature is holy. He's eternal. He's yes. immortal. Yes. Yes. He's, he's, he, he can't lie. He can't change. He's immutable. That's yes. a part of his nature. Yes. His character is he, his long suffering and the rest of it. Our nature is sinful. Mm. We mm. have to accept our mm. nature. You lay down in your bed, you dream all kind of nonsense. That's yes. your nature. Yes. Your nature is when somebody says something to you that you like, you're going to respond. Yes. Yeah. So we have yeah. to live in the grace of God, understanding our human nature. I could do all things through Christ. Amen. 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 And, and it's better to, to, to focus on that than I can always remember one time. I, 
young lady asked me a question, and my answer to her was, trust your heart. And she said to me, my heart is desperately wicked, so I can't, I can't trust it. <laughs> <laughs> we have right. to trust the word. The word. Our heart. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah. 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 Also, we are sinners. Because, like you said, Brother Notes, we were born. That's our nature. And we shape, and it's our nature. But the point is, is not to be a boastful. Because, like you say, some of us plan to sin. Yes. Mm. Deliberately. Mm. Deliberately. And that's being boastful. You are blatant. You, like you say, you're taking advantage. <laughs> oh, God is going to forgive me mm. because that's, you know, who he is. But no, he's looking at the person who, like David in his heart, I know that because of how I am made up, I make mistakes. I fall short. And he's there because he knows my heart. Yes. And like you say, David known as one of the worst of the worst. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. You mm -hmm. name it, yes. and he would have done it. Mm -hmm. Yes. But mm -hmm. there goes this man after God's yes. own heart because mm -hmm. his heart a, a repentant was, spirit. Mm -hmm. was not to be boastful. No. And whenever he realized his mistakes, he went to his merciful God. And he acknowledged them. He acknowledged. Yes. And he forgave. I remember, you know, um, Peter. Peter was always that <laughs> aggressive person. And when Jesus um, told him, oh, just put the net on the other side, rest of yeah. it. And, you know, well, that's in there. he said, well, you know, I'm an experienced fisherman. You mean, yeah. you, 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 mm. What do you know? You're a carpenter. Mm. But he said, nevertheless. And when he saw the, the, the Bible says, the nets break with the fish. When mm. he had that simple but that powerful encounter he say depart from me I'm a sinful man yes. <laughs> I ain't supposed to even yeah, be yeah, in your yeah, company yeah. Right. and then and when we pray and when we get to understand who this great God oh, is, is and to see our sinful selves how can we not be humble in our approach and we have a repentive spirit because we are sinners. We tend to compartment different um, stages of sin. Well, I don't smoke. I don't kill. I don't lie and steal. You're still a sinner. Yes, yes. And, one, and as soon as we all realize we are sinners saved by God's grace and we are creatures that need to worship and praise God, not just we never could burden him, but it seems that we all, that's all we have to do is pray for all of our problems. He understands. Yes, he says, bring them to me. But God is inhibiting our praise. Amen. Amen. That is what he wants. Yes. And so you And you, that's what he deserves. Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so how do how do we reconcile this this God forgive forgiveness of our sin with the idea of God's judgment of our sin? How how do we reconcile it? That's easy. Very easy. Acknowledging our sins, that's the first step. God loves a, repent, a repentive spirit, right? Also understanding the base of sin is that recognizing that there's a judgment. There's a time of reckoning. But for the person who has submitted, submitted his life to God, the judgment is something that he well he mm. welcomes. He is mm. he is vindicated. His mm. life is wrapped up in Jesus Christ. So he knows he's a sinner, but he's all he also knows he's saved by God's grace. So he's 
happy for the judgment because he's been vindicated through Christ, not through his merits, but the merits of Jesus Christ. Yes. Understanding yep. Yep. that there are consequences for all his sins, but he accepts the grace of God and the forgiveness of God. So he don't live, that's well, continue to sin. I understand that there's no reckoning. There's a reckoning for all of us. Mm. And the judgment is that, 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 that equalizer, whereby the wage of those who were just, they have their reward, and those who were unjust, yes. Yes. It's, yes. It's, everything is going to be recognized or mm-hmm. be reconciled. Yes. Yes. Understand that. It's yes. nothing to be afraid of if you're on Christ's side. Amen. Looking, just taking a, a, a line out of the lesson study, Creating me a clean heart. Mm -hmm. It says forgiveness is God's extraordinary gift Gift. of grace. Mm. The result of the multitude Mm. of your tender mercies. Mm. And it Mm. goes on to say, only God can produce a radical. He eradicates the lasting change and the repentance. So the heart has to be. Like you said, brother, no, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. you 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 um let allow God to eradicate, eradicate that um that that spirit that you have, mm-hmm. and He would give you a clean heart. A clean heart. Yes. Give it to God. Give it to God. Also, you know, another example of the, you know, we we all know the story of Job, what he went through, mm-hmm. and it was quite easy to give up and the rest of it. I mean, for what he suffered. A millionaire today, a billionaire today, completely broke the next day. Yes. A completely healthy person today, covered with boils and sores mm-hmm. the next day. No uh, a loving wife who gave him 10 children is telling him, curse God and die. Mm-hmm. And yet, through all of that, he says, I trust my God. To get to that point. <laughs> so so how, how is it that, you know, we're looking at the sound. And we see the praises in the Psalms. Do we see something similar, the expressions of God's mercy in the New Testament as as in the Psalms? God's mercy is continuous through the Old and the New Testament. Sometimes we have a tendency to separate them. Yeah. And uh. because <laughs> even in the New Testament, people had the impression that God was such a harsh God and the rest of it. So Jesus came to make that simple. He said, even the disciples who were with him for three and a half years didn't quite get it. Philip thought he had this great question. Say, you know, he heard so much about the Father. Show us the Father. Jesus said, I've been with you three and a half. You know, why, why do you ask that question? You know, you see me, you know what me, you know the Father. So we need to understand that. And what Jesus is saying the character, the person you see in me is the same person you see in the Father, mm-hmm. right? So this this impression that God was a harsh God, God did do some harsh things, mm-hmm. but he was also a merciful God. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And then we want to <laughs> separate that a little bit and comes right back to us personally. Had it not been for his mercy and grace, mm. none of us would be here. Right. So you can find a more compassionate father than that who knows all the dirty things that you and I have done yes, and yes, still yes. allow you to wake up to sin against him every day for 40 years, 50 years, or however long he lives to, to, to allows you to live. To draw comparison, we would have gone through how God would have worked with his children, even Moses who he say speak, and Moses struck, Right? 
um, when you look in the New Testament, he met the woman at the well. Yeah. <laughs> that was mercy. Mercy. She was still a sinner, walking in her sins, but he met her there. That's mercy. The woman who was caught in adultery. Mercy again. That was mercy. Well, what about the great Mary, Mary Magdalene? Mercy. <laughs> so it it like you said, Brother Knowles, it carries from generation from Genesis. Right through. To, and we can go on and on. on and on. It's just for us to recognize, even in our own lives, yes. sometimes we have to stop. The songs say, count our blessings. Sometimes oh, we take yes. things for granted. Yes, yes. And if we begin to count <laughs> pages, you wouldn't have pages to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and sometimes yeah. we complaining about one little thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mercy. So yeah. from Genesis to Revelation. Chapter after it's cons- chapter. It's consistent. Yeah. It's yeah. consistent. Yeah. Remember yeah. the guy who, Legion, who had all those devils? Uh-huh. Yeah. As a matter yeah. of fact, when he, he cast out the demons of them, they went into the, the pigs and the rest of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was you know, like to preach about that sermon, from evil, from, um, evil spirits into unclean spirits into yeah. unclean animals. Mm-hmm. Listen, follow that story. When that man received cleanliness, he wanted to follow Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, no, go mm-hmm. in your community. Show, tell everybody what good things yes. the Lord has done. Yes, yes, And yes. strange enough, yes. when Jesus came back to that place, he had spread the word. Yes, but this was a man it. who was full of demons. Yes, yes. You, yes. You, you, you get more compassionate than that? Yes, yes. And so I want Mercy, to... Mercy, grace. I, I want to, as, as we begin to wind down, um, Psalms 130, verse 3 says, If you... Lord, should mark iniquities. Oh, Lord, who could stand? So what does that mean to each of you personally, and where would you be if the Lord marked your iniquities? Well, for me, the first thing I would say, <clears throat> all of us have been baptized. What does that mean? We have made, have made a public declaration that we would follow Christ to death to us part. And sadly, for us, many of us, probably an hour and a half after we made that declaration, we have sinned. So God could have cut us off right there. So it's no point going any further. You're proven unfaithful. But that goes on for five years, 10 years, 20 years. And yet, his mercy is there. But the good thing- Reaches unto the heavens. Reaches to the heavens. But also, with that mercy, he, he, he- like I say, it's it's beyond human to comprehend that mercy. We don't have the capacity. You 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 deal you you deals with computers and all that kind of stuff. It, it, it in our human thing, our computer would crash. When we think of the, the the majesty of God and the wisdom and the power of God, you look at all the mysteries of this earth, and you think about the universe with millions of stars. How do any human comprehend that? And his, and according to this, his mercy reaches to the heavens. Amen. We can't even understand the mercies to the ceiling of our house. Amen. Amen. And so we just have a minute, Sister Shalene, we'll give you the <laughs> we last We will form in sin and shape in iniquity. From our mother's womb, God granted. No, from that sperm left our father and went to meet with my mother's egg, there was grace and mercies. I didn't have to be here today and marking 
from my mother's womb, so from my father's sperm to this day and time, I know that it's only through his grace and mercies that I am here today. Amen. 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 And so I want to say thank you, uh, Sister Shalene, and thank you, Elder David, for joining us here once again on Eternal Pages. And we would love to thank also our listening and viewing audience for joining us here at Eternal Pages. And we would encourage you to read the Bible, understand God's plan for your life so that you can live a life and live it abundantly. Be blessed. Amen. Amen.